You're listening to The After Session with Philip Lewis. I'm a therapist based in Washington, D.C., and I hope to provide my perspective on work done throughout the therapeutic process. Some of what you'll hear will be interviews with other mental health professionals or former and current clients. In this case, these interviews are voluntary, not conditional to the status of a person presently in therapy, and those interviews are not considered a therapeutic session or a recommendation for forms of treatment. If you are interested in starting your therapeutic process or engaging in a protocol or technique referenced, please make sure you contact your mental health or medical provider. Thanks for listening. All righty. So um, thanks for joining us. I uh, have a client here who shall rename nameless as always, but I did write this piece in part because of you. Um, and it was, it's supposed to hurt. And in the blog, the blog piece is what I'm referencing. Um, it kind of talks about how I liken therapy to a gym workout. Um, you don't really know you're making progress unless you're sore and it hurts a little bit afterward. And I like to think that when people meet me, they kind of get that theme or that style from my, you know, presentation. And I'm always like, I want to work myself out of work and you should not be here after a certain point in time. And, um, I'm going to push you and make you hate me in some sessions. And then some t- sessions you'll think, you know, I have a lot of love for you. Uh, but was that kind of your impression when you first, first were seeking services with me? And did you understand that that was my kind of style? So, um, now that you're saying all this, I'm kind of like, my God, he, he is a deviously calculating man. <laughs> um, when I first, I, I, you know, when I first met you, I, I felt as if, I don't know if I, you know, there wasn't like necessarily like a, a warmth, mm-hmm. you know, um, also, you know, in the headspace I was in, you know, I was, I, I was just like happy that I went to go see somebody, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I do, I do remember a lot of times I'd, I'd be coming in and I'd be in, in like a decent mood and I'd say something and then you'd latch onto that and then you'd be like, and then you'd say something that I'm like, I'm not feeling that right now. And then you'd, you, you'd harping on that. And then, and, and then like, I'd get uh, upset or, or like annoyed or what, whatnot. But, but, you know, I, I feel as if more often than not, you were touching on something that, um, clearly you could see, but I couldn't see. Um, but it, you know, over time, like, you know, I did see, I'm like, wow, this, this man really does care about me. And, uh, I, I don't know that it was apparent to me, but your like your, your method, your method and whatnot. Um, may, or looking back, maybe I'm thinking like, oh, you needed me to tell you what I needed from you specifically. Mm-hmm. And, and, and this was your way to do it. Um, so, you, you know, yeah, I, I feel like in hindsight, maybe it's a bit more clear, but, uh, I'd say your method, your method is, is pretty subtle in that, in that regard. Mm-hmm. Okay. With starting therapy, did you think it would be a painful process? Did I actively think it would be a painful process? Um, maybe, but that didn't bother me. Um, my job, especially the job I was doing at the time, um, is a very, very painful job, uh, you know, 
and I'm constantly dealing with other people's trauma and like secondary trauma. And um, I'm also a big believer that like, you know, any deep intimate relationship that you will have, including one with yourself, inevitably and necessarily involves pain. Um, so to me, it's not like, oh no, is this thing gonna hurt me? It's, it's more so like, is this pain gonna be worth it? So like whatever relationship you choose to be in, make sure it's a relationship. I mean, make sure a lot of things, but one of those things when it comes to the aspect of pain, make sure it's pain that that's going to be constructive. Conducive for, for growth. For growth, exactly. Like, you know, when your teeth come in, th that hurts too. Mm -hmm. You need the teeth. When did that click in therapy for you? Or is it just not clicking? Like in hindsight? You know, honestly, like I... Uh, I, I don't know if this is what you mean, but like I never considered not coming. Okay. Like I always, like even when I left on days when I, when I was just like, man, I've had it with you. Like mm -hmm. I had it with you that day, but I never once considered not coming okay. because I think even since like day one, it was helpful. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. What, what, uh, made you stick the process out when it got the most difficult? What helped to? One, I was I was a big fan of of um, like the tools that you provided to, mm -hmm. uh, for me for me to like do on my own, because mm -hmm. um, those were immediately helpful. And and since so much of my uh, of my 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 issue uh, manifested physically, you know, you can gauge. I feel like the you know, it's easier to gauge progress when when a lot when a lot of the symptoms are physical. Mm -hmm. Because you feel it or you don't, or it decreases and increases. So if, if you're doing something and decreases, you're like, okay, this is helpful. Um, I started to really, I want to say maybe the word cherished um, this therapy that we have when like, you know, a year went by and I, and I looked back behind me and I was like, holy shit. Like, I've, you know, like I'm doing things like differently. Like, you know, uh, like I've always been like, you know, I've always pushed through, but you know, I was too much in survival mode and not in like a thriving mode. And I, definitely that's changed. And so I definitely truly cherish this, yeah. Sometimes I kind of uh, <clears throat> second guess, or not second guess, maybe overanalyze how hard I push. Cause there are times in, in, in session where folks want to stay at the surface level. This week was great. All these positive things are happening. I practiced these techniques this week. And I try to limit that to like five minutes. I don't know if you can tell, but I'm looking at the clock and I'm like, okay, that's wonderful. You, we're making progress. We're, but last week something came up or three months ago, I caught on to this thing that we, we uh, didn't really address in this relationship or the way you're showing up in the world, as I always say. And sometimes I get some resistance because they're like, oh man, you remember that with that person from then? Why are you talking about that now? I just told you I had a good week or I told you, are you trying to ruin my mood? Um, does that help? Will uh, I reach for things that aren't surface level that you're not ready for in session? Now, if the question is, does that help? Mm -hmm. The answer is yes. If the question is, do you like that? Uh -huh. The answer isn't always necessarily yes. Okay. Um, because all the things you just said, I've felt those things. Like, you know, I, I, I came in, 
you know, uh, you know, chipper, skipping it away, and then you're like, oh, and then like this, this, this stuff right here, and I'm like, okay, okay, fine. Um, but I think it's very helpful, and honestly, I I think on, you know, and I guess I'll only speak for me, but like when I come here, like I also have to be in the right mindset, like. Mm-hmm you know, I'm, I'm not just here to like get accolades or just talk about like it, this is work. Right. And you know that, I mean, I guess it's very easy for me to use like athletic analogies cause you know, I was an athlete, but you know, if you're rehabbing a, a hamstring, uh, and you're really good at the bench press, good for you. It ain't going to help your hamstring though. Mm-hmm. Right. And you have to do that work and you got to get those knots and those deeps, you know, you've got like deep emotional knots that need to be pulled on. Um, I think it's definitely, uh, a good thing and worth like acknowledging, like some, someone's having a good day, acknowledging like the progress they're making and, 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 you know, and then maybe be like, all right, now we're going to, I'm, I'm glad you're doing that for you. But, and, and so are you ready to dive into some other stuff? Was that a, a low key suggestion? Do you think I need to do that more? <laughs> I, I think, I think maybe for me that could, that, 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 that could be helpful. Okay. Um. Cause you know, you, 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 you never know when like someone's been trying really hard and like they, you know, and, and they just managed to get over that hump mm-hmm. and they, they just need to hear like, I see you got over that hump. And if they don't hear that, then they'll be like, ah, oh, fuck it. You know, whatever. Like, uh, yeah. Can I, can I take it a little personal, but just for you, just, I'm not going to disclose anything, but I do that on purpose with you. Do you know why? Oh, you think I'm a tough person? No, because you don't ask for what you need. Got you. And if you need some loving, if you need some encouragement, if you need something, you should say it. Not just with me in general. Right, right, right. And that's what I kind of was trying to force you to practice more. Well, as you can see, I just did (laughs) did that right now. I appreciate you doing that. I appreciate you doing that. What would you tell someone if they... um, don't know me, but there's someone else, or maybe they're just started, and uh, things get difficult in therapy. What would some suggestions be to get them through it? You know, I, you know, if you're riding through a storm, like hold on to your anchor, you know, like why did you come here? Like remember that reason why you came here, remember what you're trying to achieve. And, you know, people, I feel as if, uh, you know, some people don't like this word, but you also have to have faith and you're not going to see, you're you're not going to see like the dividends right away. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and it might even get a little worse before it gets better. But, you know, remember like what's your anchor and what are you, and what's your North star? Um, so that's what I would, you know, that's what I would tell. And, and I, I also tell folks like also like, congratulate yourself with a small C like you made it out therapy today you could have just gone back to your mecha your coping mechanism right but you chose to go to therapy so like you know the, you're you are making progress to, just on the virtue would be of you coming of showing up yeah okay okay being black and coming to therapy that's a whole other layer too yeah talk to me about it uh you, you know it's funny the minute you know, the minute you said that, the first thing that popped in my mind was my mom, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, in her culture, 
you know, it's better to be like a murderer than a crazy person. Right. You, you know, uh, if you're a crazy person, you're deficient, you're, you're, you, or you're like possessed or, or whatnot. And, you know, seeing that at like a society level, like, you know, people will be very like calm, collected and poised, but like anything that sets anyone, like it goes from zero to a hundred real quick. And you're like, what, how did we get here in the span of like two minutes is because of just unresolved, just like tons of unresolved trauma. And, uh, and even like in the spaces I inhabit, right? Like, um, you know, I, in my old job, one of my coworkers, uh, much like myself before I went to see you, uh, she would definitely tell you, oh, if you need to go to therapy, go to therapy, like big champion for it. Mm -hmm. And then if you were to ask her, are you in therapy? She'd be like, no, nah, I don't need that right now. Mm -hmm. And while her like leg is like constantly like tapping, mm -hmm. you know, um, so, you know, I also the issue of like, you know, being, you know, being black and going to therapy is also like beyond the scope of what I can like, you know, there's just so much there, mm -hmm. you know, going to therapy as a black man, mm -hmm. you know, the, the uh, I'm not tough enough or I'm not, you know, to my pride or da, 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 da. Um, I think something that is also helpful is like when you go to therapy, you're not only going to therapy for you. Like you are in relationship with people. Ripple effects. Right. And like, you know, if if you're like toxic, it it, it may be a ton of stuff happened to you that wasn't your fault. Mm -hmm. But if you know there's a problem, you're not taking care of it. You harming people, you you harming your parents, you're harming your girl, you're harming like, you, like like this is a harm you can choose to take care of. And like what's more manly than taking care of your business? Right. Right. <laughs> it, you know? Cool. What gave you the courage to start there? Um, I mean, I was lucky, you know, I feel like, uh, my second high school, my second high school was where I like learned about, you know, anything from like political systems to vegetarianism to 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 the therapy to all, all these ideas yoga uh, you know my, my it, had i stayed with my first high school i'd probably be a whole lot more typical mm -hmm. um but you know by the time i was an adult like i was like the idea of therapy like made so i was still like it for everyone else but me but it was it was you know what made you switch the or turn, flip the switch it's for everyone else but me oh well the first time i went to therapy i was actually 19. okay and i just come out of a, of a, a mid-sized city with big city problems mm -hmm. um and had a hard time there and then i went to uh my like uh and then i i like i was going to college i was going to, like the local college and then i applied and got into like a private college and I got to that private college and I'm like, this is La La Land. Like people don't really have problems here. Obviously they have problems, but you know, this is where my, but mm -hmm. I was an angry 19 year old, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and then I started dating a girl um, who clearly like, we had different sets of problems and, and like, the problems I had seemed like its impact on me would be more dangerous to others. Um, and I, by then, th thankfully, I had enough clarity to know that, like, hey, if something's wrong with you, 
the first people that are going to get hurt are the people closest to you. So really, I started going to therapy because I was dating this girl, and I and I did not. So want you went to. for someone else. So yeah, initially I went for someone else. When did you start going for you? Oh, when you met me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you mind me asking what was going on then, or what flipped the switch then? Oh yeah, sure. Well, first of all, when I was nineteen, I went to therapy for like two months. Okay. And then I was like, all right, I got, I, I can, I think I can handle it from here. Mm-hmm. And you know, things were pretty, you know, good for. You know, when I came when I came here, I, you know, I don't know if you remember, and I guess I'll try to leave out the details, but, you know, during my, my time abroad, I went through something mm-hmm. really traumatic, and I had to recover pretty much by myself. Mm-hmm. Then I moved here, and, you know, I started doing the work that I do, which, like, the executive director of one of our, um, one of our coalition organizations straight up told me like someone that does your job and doesn't have a therapist is a liability like if you are serious about this job you need a therapist mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how you feel you need a therapist because mm-hmm. this type of job is going to bring up everything and they were right they're right um so you know in in july of 2020 when i organized that thing mm-hmm. uh you know by the council member's house. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, I was met with a uh, police uh, engagement. I handled that situation great, right? So I've always been good at handling, like, when, when it happens, when the fuck shit happens, like, I can handle that very good in the moment. It's like later on when I'm alone that it hits me. Uh, so, you know, the police engagement happened, handled that well pulled off the thing we were trying to do. Um, then I went home and I just couldn't sleep. I wasn't afraid. I wasn't like tweaking. I was just, I just couldn't sleep. I called, I called one of my advisors and I was like, yo, I can't sleep. And they're like, oh, it's the adrenaline. And then a whole other day goes by. I can't, I've, I've been awake for like 52 hours at this point. And we were about to go on a work retreat and part of our homework was to watch, um, forget the name of the documentary but it was it was about like what happened to freddie gray in baltimore mm-hmm. right and the crazy part is like some of those some of those people in the documentary like we had associations with them and i don't know at some point in time i was watching the documentary and just seeing that stuff like something inside me just went and then you know i had like a four-day anxiety attack and i the moment i knew that like i need you know and i i took I was like, I need some time off. But the, the moment I knew I needed to go back to therapy was when I needed to drink a few beers, smoke a joint, uh, drink kava and chamomile tea, and drink some NyQuil all at the same time to fall asleep. I was like, you are in a bad way, sir. <laughs> so, you know, and and then, you know, that that was just for me. I was like, I don't want to be like this. Yeah. I remember sometimes during our work, uh, I would bring up that stuff from the past and you would really push back and say, I don't want to talk about this right now, Philip, for, uh, why are you bringing that up? Let's move on. Um, you remember that? I mean, I definitely remember you like bringing up stuff from the past that, that, that wasn't pertaining to the thing that I perceived as not pertaining to the thing that we were doing at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I remember instances like that, yeah. Did it connect later? Yeah, a lot of the times it did. A lot of the times it did. Sometimes I was just like, nah, man, he's just finessing me. That's why it's connected. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's connected. Finessing. What is finessing in therapy? Help me out. What is that? He's wrecking me. <laughs> <laughs> what is that, though? <laughs> Have you experienced that before? Is that a real thing? I don't I don't know. Like what do you mean by it though? <laughs> like I was like like would I have been thinking of this had he not like put me oh, in this mindset? Okay, okay. Well that's the point. I put you in the mindset to make you anxious. So you can right, well, figure so, out how to work with would it. Would I have perceived a connection had he not put me here? Uh, Is this connection actually real or am I perceiving one because he was hinting at there being okay. a connection? Sometimes they are, sometimes they aren't. Yeah, that's sometimes done on purpose to to help you practice those skills right here in the moment, in the room. So if you fall apart, we can put it back together. But if something happens on the outside and it's not a safe environment for you to be put back together, that's where it becomes problematic. Right. So that's why I do it. I mean, I think more often than not, you know, it, it, it made me able to look at connections that I think were true and solid. I think maybe like once or twice, like I was like, no, that's not, that's not what that is. And therapists get things wrong. And I always say that. So I probably was wrong on something at some point, I'm, get, I'm sure. Right. I guess what I'm saying is I've told you no or that's wrong a number of times. Uh -huh. But most of those times were wrong. And then and then when, the times when I told you no, that's wrong, it, it felt different inside. Mm -hmm. You know, like when you were like, you said something, I'm like, no, that's wrong. It was like a shaky, weird but then when I when when I knew when uh, you say something and I'm like no that's wrong it's a straight line mm -hmm. I was like no that's absolutely wrong mm -hmm. you know so that's also and that's also teaching me to like you know like like what's you know how am I what's the order inside me and, mm -hmm. and like what's you know you you helped me to and I'm hoping over time that that straight line has come more frequent than not now in our later stages of work I I, I think so good good deal good deal. What will help you uh, make the decision or decide on when you might be done with therapy? So, you know, I don't think therapy is something that you get done with. Mm -hmm. You know, um, it's kind of like it's part of your emotional, spiritual diet. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, you know, your actual physical diet. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't be dieting. You should have a healthy diet. Right. Right. So, you know, I... Maybe that means I see you like, you know, six times a year, or maybe that means, or like, you know, because like every two months or every three weeks. I mean, uh, unless you're trying to tell me that you're getting tired of me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I get tired of everybody. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, I'm again, the therapist is like, uh, work myself out of work. If you were here and you're healthy, that means we're occupying a space for someone who might be, not be as healthy as you. So it's never like, oh, I'm, I'm done, or I want uh, to not see you again. It's it's more of a exercise these skills and put them to work. And be mindful that therapy doesn't have to happen in the therapist's office. Like the relationship that we model or that we create in the therapeutic environment, I hope then we have the skills and the wherewithal to keep ourselves emotionally and physically safe um, to create those spaces outside of my office, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So, no, it was just a general question. 
because like you said in our last session, um, and you did bring it up, so you are practicing more. I don't know if you caught that the last time. Um, you had really asked for me to say, give you my feedback on how you were doing. And I did. And then you're like, sometimes I think you don't like me. I said, Some thank you for saying that. And I said, no, no, I don't like you. I love you. So my time, you know, comes at a cost. My love is free. So thank you for asking for it. Um, so that dynamic and you asking for things, um, that's kind of what I want to push you for. Push everybody towards, um, really. That's kind of my style. If that makes sense. That does make sense. I guess I'm also like, and you should let me know if this will never happen, but I'm also kind of waiting for a moment where you're like, well, I don't think I got anything else left to teach you or like, I think, I think you're ready to just, you know. I think um, we can hope that that will happen. Would that not be a good thing? No, that would be a good thing, but I, I don't, I don't know if that's like part of your, how you, you know. I mean, I've, I've, I've been on a journey and I always say um, I've been on a journey with, with a lot of people. Um, I'm in the car, I'm in the passenger seat, sometimes I'm in the back seat, but I'm never driving, right? I can hold the map and say, if we go left, right, forward, or turn around, make a U-turn, this, this is what the map says might happen. But at the end of the day, the driver is the driver, right? And um, I have short journeys, sometimes just two weeks, sometimes two years, um, but it's really up to the person in the, at the steering wheel. So... I, I kind of consider it as a, well, first off, you will not be sitting in my office if I don't think we're doing some work. <laughs> like, I think you've gotten the, the message that, not that I don't want to keep space for you, but if we're just shooting the shit and talking about, you know, catching up and all that good stuff, shoot me an email or text me or we'll have a quick call or whatever if you just want to check in and, and talk about, um, update me. I always love to hear updates. Um, but the space you occupy, pie is for us to do some work always like because i'm a therapist first so that's kind of how i see it if that answers your question not that i think i push people out the door or will ever be like oh i don't have enough for you it's um if we're if we're if our time is being used we're working on something yeah um two things as, as soon as you start talking i was like obviously the answer is going to be it's it's the day when i say right. i think i'm good the original question um <laughs> but you know, definitely whenever I come here, like I, that's what I want to do work mm -hmm. with you. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and I've also realized like, it's not good enough to just be survived. Like I want to thrive, thrive. Like I want to like be my best like self, like for real, real. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like I told you, I came in on, on uh, Friday and I was like, yo, I accomplished these things that I had quietly, like in my own time, I was like, all right, in the next six months, I'm gonna get this done. And if it goes this way, I'm gonna do that. If it goes that way, I'm gonna do that. And that's what's gonna happen. That's exactly what happened. And I told you, I was like, that kind of spooked me that like- And I said, I was proud of you. Right, right. And, and I'm like, I want more of that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I want more of that. You like, do understand that has nothing to do with me though. That's, but that's, that's all the work, uh, I push back. That's all the work you're actually doing. True, true. That's the work that I did, but I had, your support and some guidance from you as well. I'll give you that, <laughs> but you, I always, always say, I can't do anything for anybody. Sure. Uh, we can talk to her blue in the face. It really had what, where the rubber meets the road. When you walk out this door, 
and put into action what we talk about or what we practice, that is all you being a revolutionary person and caring and giving a fuck about yourself and, and doing what has not always been easy, what was never taught, what no one gives us, what no one shows us sometimes. Um, and you push back against everything that the world tells you you shouldn't be. So that's why I always say, like, literally, I do nothing but hold space. And uh, you do all the work. Well, you know, you know what kind of job I do mm-hmm. and, and the kind of job I'm about to go right back into doing. So I'm in therapy for a long time. Well, <laughs> <you know. laughs> Luckily, the way the field is going, there will always be therapists. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and of course I will always be one of them. So I'll always be here. Um, but you know, keep doing the work and I don't think you should have any worries. I appreciate that. I appreciate you. Plus that, that, that cacao. Oh man. Hey man. (laughs) (laughs) I'll come in just (laughs) come on in, have a a cup of cacao and we'll get some work done. I've never had hot chocolate that made you feel like that before. (laughs) Now people are going to be wondering what I'm giving folks in my office. (laughs) I am not drugging anyone just in case everybody is is wondering. Um, (laughs) Good deal. Good deal. You got anything else for me? I, I don't. I don't know that I do right at this moment. I just know that it feels good. Yeah. It feels right. And I think, you know, I def, I, I think like, you know, like, uh, our relationship has progressed a lot mm-hmm. more. Like I'm, I'm a lot more comfortable with you. I, 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 I trust you like, you know, and I think we've, I've come a long way since we since we first met, but I think we our relationship has come a long way since. For sure, I will say you've definitely changed my style of therapy. Um, when I first started, it was very much um, your heart grew too. Measures, uh, well, no, I would say it shrunk a little. <laughs> it's more specific, but I would say like when I first started, it was very uh, you know here are some measures. We're gonna score you. We're gonna make sure these numbers go down. So that way I never have to see you again. Like get in, get out. Let's let's process the trauma. Let's process this, get this work done. And then after a while, um, I realized that sometimes I just need to sit down and, and give space and give love and compassion. And that can be healing too. It was hard for me, definitely. Um, because that requires a certain level and strength beyond my clinical expertise and my skill that I've been taught. That's something that I'm emotionally giving to another person so when i say um, my heart hasn't expanded it's narrowed that's why you know it's real hard for some folks to get in it's real hard for me to um open up and have the capacity to keep that space for everyone and then still hold space for those i'm working with or those who might pop up three months later when i have a full schedule whatever it is so i'll definitely say yeah you can you're you are one of the folks who, who gave me that that i needed to to, and, and I started that for saying that phrase, you know, I don't know if I read it somewhere or heard it, but, you know, I always say that, you know, my time, yeah, it costs, but my love, my compassion, my caring concern, all of that shit you get for free. That, that does not come at a cost, whether I'm your therapist or not. Um, so, yeah, we've we've grown together. I'd say that. I mean, true. Sh- sh- here we are. Here we are. Yeah, one day on, on your podcast. Exactly. Thank you for being here. I Thank really appreciate it. Yeah.
You've been listening to the After Session with Philip Lewis. I hope this time has been beneficial to you in some way. If you like some of the topics discussed, you can visit lewiscounseling.org and click on the After Session. Or follow me on Instagram at the After Session underscore. This podcast has been produced by Logan Wesley. You can follow Logan at onelawmusic.com or on Instagram at the number one L-A-W underscore music. Be good to yourself.